0: Hello, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Max Potential Habits. I am beyond excited, like giddy with excitement all week. I've been like, oh, I can't wait to talk to Christy Whitman. We have today a guest who I, you all know that I talk a lot about the law of attraction, and I am a firm believer that she was drawn into my life and here today for all of you for a reason, because I uh, I connect with people over LinkedIn and I always like to get to know them better. And because I love to read books, I always ask my new connections, what's one of your favorite books? And one of those people, and I wish I knew who it was because I'd like to go back and thank them, <laughs> but they said Christy Whitman, and they sent me in her direction and and always when I find a new author that somebody recommends as their favorite book, I'm like, okay, this is worth checking out. So I went and checked it out. And I and you know, you all know one of my goals of this year was to learn the art and science of manifestation. And so I saw her title Quantum Success. Seven Essential Laws for a Thriving, Joyful, and Prosperous Relationship with Work and Money. And I was like, oh yeah, bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) And I started reading, and for those of you watching, you can see all these tabs, right? Like, I just was like... And I was was cracking up because I sent a picture of a page to a friend and I had highlighted so much that he's like, are you sure you even need to bother highlighting? (laughs) Does the book book come like that
1: highlighted? (laughs) Totally.
0: I was just like, okay, like I just need to read this book over and over again because it so resonates with all of the, everything that's led me to this point in my business and what I share with my people. And I just was like, oh, awesome. So for those of you who don't know Christy yet, you're going to want to know her She is a two times New York best-selling author of The Art of Having It All and Taming Your Alpha Bitch. She has a new book coming out in April that she'll talk about, I'm sure. And she is also a master certified law of attraction coach and is just doing awesome, awesome, awesome stuff in the world. She's been on TEDx, The Today Show, Hallmark Channel. I mean, like powerhouse woman who is really helping people learn the practical application of quantum laws, which to me is... My one of my lifetime goals is making actionable strategies out of universal laws. It's like written in my lifetime goals. So super aligned. I am psyched to have you here. Can't wait to have this conversation. Thank you, Christy Whitman. Thank you so much, Amanda. I'm so happy to be with you. Yeah. Yay. Okay. I'm actually,
1: I'm actually teared up because it's such a great compliment to put work out in the world like that and to have someone recommend it and then to have this conversation. So while you were saying all that, I was getting just so, um, not a, not a, you know, bad tearing, but it's just a gratitude tearing of, of just feeling so expanded by that story.
0: So thank you for sharing that. Ah, you're so welcome. I, 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 uh, I think sometimes it's a scarcity belief when we go, it's not, we shouldn't promote other people who are doing similar work to us. And it, you know, I used to kind of get stuck in that space. And then now I'm like, Oh, worship and praise the people who are doing the same work and, you know, just pull each other together and, and then magnify that in the world. So yeah, I, I was when I reached out to your team and they said, yes, I was just like dancing in my office like, yeah, I'm so psyched.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you bring up a really good point because one of the, the laws that I believe is even more important to understand and know other than law of attraction is the law of sufficiency and abundance. And what you're <laughs> explaining is exactly is that most people are trained in lack. And don't realize that we're trying to go after our goals or go after our desires or manifest things, but our energy, our perspective is in lack and we will struggle and and we'll feel like a block because if we're in lack, all the things that we want is in a state of fulfillment or abundance and we can't have that. And so the example that you just gave of, you know, feeling like, well, I've just got to hoard this information for myself or I can't promote other people, you know, that's a very old lack mentality. So good for you to, you know, be in that space of let's collaborate, let's be inspired by each other because really that's the new age of abundance and that that when you can see other someone else that's you know doing what you want to do or is taking the trips that you want to take before covid or doing all these other things you know it, to celebrate that and go wow good for them you know like wow they manifested the love of their life or wow they've having great success in their business i have a, a best friend that i've known since high school and she just told me yesterday that she's a real estate agent and she's been getting into doing million dollar listings and she sold a million point a $1.5 million home in two days. And she had three offers. And I was like, good for you. And I was just like, so celebrating her because as we celebrate other success, that energy comes back to us. But as we're like, oh, you know, that we're, we're squelching our own creative energy in that yeah. flow. Uh, well.
0: That's so good. It's so true. It's like, it's that, It's funny because we think that it's going to have the opposite effect, right? Like there's too much competition and so I need to hoard it, but then really it actually enhances more magnetic energy your way to have those amazing things happen to you that are happening to the people that you think you need to hide that.
1: Exactly. Energy, everything is energy. And so when we're constricting, we're not, you know, and that's a lack energy is very constrictive, very ooh to myself, you know, but when we're in the expansion of it, we're in the allowing space, more energy can flow. And, you know, that's when there's more for you, me and everybody else. There's no, I like to say, you know, that there's no pie. It's not like there's a pie and we all have to kind of cut our share out of it. We, we and we each personally don't only get one pie. We have a bakery. We could make as many mm-hmm. pies as we want. And it's really that shift from there's only one pie and you get your share and I get my share. And if you get more than my share, then I've got a hoard. And it, there's nothing like that, but it's the old mentality of how most of us were raised with people that just didn't know any different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that it's a survival instinct, right? To think you need to hoard and protect so that you don't have that fear of loss of, and really ultimately death. And, yes. and it's so counterintuitive to go the other direction. So you, at least from what I've learned, it's training my brain in a different direction to raise my energy into that place of connected collaboration, win, win relationships, instead of thinking I've got to have my piece of the pie exactly. so that I don't suffer Exactly. Ah, that's yeah. powerful. I hadn't heard a lot of sufficiency and abundance. I love that. Okay. Um. Or maybe I just forgot that that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have, I have tens of videos on it and it really, okay. let, let's just to talk about it. Cause
1: it's here. It's, it's yeah. present. You know, it, I talk about seven essential laws because for me, 25 years ago when i started learning about the universal laws and started changing my life it was me kind of trying to piece it wasn't like these laws were all you know some were written i pieced them all together and started applying them and learning them and saw what worked and what didn't work and for me it's really there's other universal laws but it's these seven essential laws and if yeah. you really want to get to like the, the cliff note version of it it's this it's the law of sufficiency of abundance that when you apply that law all the other laws work together. And okay. so it's really understanding that everything's on a spectrum. You know, we're here on planet Earth living in these bodies that we're, we're literally in a spectrum of perspective and experiences because there is evidence of lack, of limitation, of suffering, of drama, of chaos. There is evidence of that, but there also is evidence of abundance and success and, and you know good things and that sort of thing. But when we understand that we create our own reality, because everything is energy, when our, when our perspective, our energy, our thoughts, our words are based in lack, lack always feels bad. That's just the cliff note version of it. Lack feels bad. So any emotion that you're feeling that is you know, bringing your energy down, sadness, fear, doubt, worry, any of that, because there's a perspective, a thought process in lack, lack always feels bad. But on the other side, on the flip side, if you feel joy, if you feel passion, if you feel excitement, you know, any of those good feeling emotions, now you're in alignment with abundance. Well, there's got to be, because it's a spectrum, there's got to be a tipping point, right? Mm -hmm. When does it become from lack to abundance? And that's when you're in a place of satisfaction. That's why it's called the law of sufficiency and Mm -hmm. abundance. You have to be satisfied with what is, what you know in order to be fulfilled with what is and so satisfaction can come into a place of maybe you're not over the moon excited maybe you're in a business or you're in a, a career where you could find the positive aspects of it but get excited about what's coming right even if your business is doing okay it's not like wow this is the most exciting thing ever but find the positive aspects the places where you can be grateful and find appreciation because that energy then opens the door for more abundance to come and more evidence of abundance to come. But you can't create what you want if you're feeling bad in, in a perspective of lack because it completely divides, uh, just, it's like against the law of you know, what you do want when you're focused on what you don't want
0: hmm. That's so powerful. You know, it has me I, I say this a lot on this podcast is what you focus on expand. So if you're focused on the lack, you're getting more lack if you're focused on the satisfaction. And I, I love that clarification, because it's not necessarily that you're focused on everything being completely awesome. It might be that you just need to focus on what is satisfying in my current situation and then let that grow a little bit to you then get to step into the more expansive version of the satisfaction.
1: Exactly. And you use the the understanding or the awareness of the lack or the things that show up that you don't want. I like to call contrast. Like, So if there's things unwanted or there's some contrasting experience or relationship or something that's happening and where you're focused on lack, you don't feel good, Use that as a jumping off point. You know, don't say stuck in the problem or you know, what the issue is or what the block or what the resistance is, but really be able to shift. And I always say, you know, ask yourself three questions. Number one, what do I want? Because mm-hmm. that will get your mental focus on something different rather than the problem. You'll get off the problem and onto the solution or rather than the contrast, you'll be clear about what you do want. So what do you want? Why do you want it? Because now you're evoking the energy of the emotionality in your body and you really keep asking yourself, why do I want this? Why do I want this? So it's not surface issues. That's fine. You know, superficial, that's fine to want what you want, but to really go deeper, you'll really understand that most people are wanting what they want because they think that that when they have it, they're going to feel something. Yeah right. If I just make more money, then I'm gonna feel this. If I yeah. just get the guy, if my business does this, if I finally lose the weight, then I'll get a feel. Well, if you know then how you're gonna feel, instead of an outside in approach to most people's creation of goals, which doesn't really work, even if we hit the goals, we're like, well, that didn't do it. Maybe I need to make more money, or maybe I need a different guy, or maybe I need to have another baby, or maybe I never have another house, or you know, it's always yeah. more, more, more for me, it was always, well, maybe it's another purse. Uh (laughs) For another new pair of shoes, because these shoes were supposed to be the ones that finally made me happy and they didn't do it. So maybe I need another pair.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So it's always an outside in approach versus just feel what you're wanting to feel, whether it's freedom, joy, completeness, connection, fulfillment, whatever it is, because then you become a magnet. You're already in that place of abundance. You're not coming from, I'm lacking this. So I need to go get something in order to feel this. You're already coming from the fulfillment of it, and now you're working with the law to be able to draw it to you. And yes, you still have to take action. Most people think, oh, if I just feel it and sit around. No, you still have to, your physical part of the divine scale of the, you know, of you co-creating, you're the action person. We're the eyes and the ears and the nose and the feet of the divine to make things happen
0: juicy and good. <laughs> I, I, I mean, just oh, a list like I just soak this up and love it so much. And it's to me, I love what you're saying, because it's so practically practically actionable you said so you said uh what do you want why do you want it and third is how do you want to feel how do you want to feel okay and and it's because the the when you get the deeper into the why you get into the feeling of it that connects you to the i always talk about it as the be do have model where you go like we all have it backwards we go once i have this i'll be happy and instead it's, I'm going to be in this moment, energetically aligned with why I want it, what I want. And then that brings the have to you.
1: Exactly. Perfectly said. That's yeah, beautiful. so good. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. Let's, and, and, uh, and let's you want to go a step further too? Yeah, absolutely. Once, once you've got the mental, I mean, we're, you know, most people think that it's all, oh, it's about mentality. It's about, you know, mastering your mindset. It's part of it. It's not all of it. That's why a lot of people, ooh, they start to manifest, they start to feel better, but then they feel like they're stuck because it's the energy. It's always about the energy. So it's about what do you want? Why do you want it? And figuring out the really the totality of what you want to feel because we as human beings are energy and we're, of course, physical, but we're also energy beings. So just like we have to take care of our physical body, we have to drink something, preferably water throughout the day to refresh ourselves. We have to eat food throughout the day to fill our, our you know bodies. Our bodies need food. We need to eliminate all day long, right? We also need to understand that we're also an energy being. So we need to bring in the energy. And when we're wanting to create an experience and feel what we're wanting to feel, we're the ones that have to bring it in. So understanding that bringing in when i say bringing it in it's like it's asking i want to feel rays of joy i want my body to attune to the feeling of joy and then imagining like all the trillions of cells in our bodies all have receptor sites because they do and if we're asking from a higher realm to bring in this energy we are the energy masters of our bodies of our world we can ask it is given bring in that energy now what happens is you're not as influenced by the news and social media and people at the grocery store and the mom and the, you know, the, who, the mother-in-law because we have to bring in energy. And if our energy sockets, if you will, if our cells, our receptor sites are filled with the energy we've decided to fill up with, now it's not available for the energy to come in from other people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we get to be more deliberate in the energy we feel and experience and therefore then that
0: from law of attraction then we would create our reality from that point mm-hmm. yeah will you I mean I know these three questions you ask is would you recommend that that's the fastest way to shift because when you're talking about this I'm imagining someone let's say they're in a really negative space in their head in their life even And it's really hard to go from like, I feel like say really dark, really bad things, are I'm suffering, I'm struggling to go like, I'm just gonna bring in the energy of joy. (laughs) It seems like such a big leap, right? It is, and
1: vibrationally, you're talking taking a quantum leap, and most human beings can't do that because it's too much of a vibrational gap, especially if they've had years and years and years and years of momentum Mm -hmm. stuck in lack, right? They're not going to go, hmm, let me just bring in joy, right? Yeah. It, that's why this, these questions are kind of a shifting, shifting, shifting. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a shift point because if you're sitting there like, oh, I don't have any money to pay this bill. Oh my God, I'm so tired of being broke or I'm so tired of struggling with money. That's the moment to stop and go, all right, what do I want? What do I want? Well, I want to have enough money. Okay, well, what's enough money? I want to have another two thousand dollars, five thousand dollars a month. Okay, why do I want that? I want to I want to be able to buy what I I want to pay my bills easily. I want to pay my bills quickly when it comes in. Just know I have the money and be able to go buy a pair of shoes or to go to the spa or go to a sporting event or take that vacation or put money in my investment so I have an estate. So I'm building wealth so that I'm da 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 da. da. All right, well. These are all the reasons I want now. See, you don't even, you're not focused on the fact you don't have any money for the bills anymore. Now you're focused on, oh, this is what I want. This is what it would feel like, right? Nothing has changed, but you actually feel better. And then it's like, well, how would I want? How do I really want to feel if I have that extra three thousand, five thousand, whatever it doesn't matter what it is a month? How am I going to feel? Oh, I feel so free. Mm -hmm. Oh, I feel so joyful. I feel so secure. (sighs) Stop what would that feel like? Just feel the joy. Feel, what would it feel like to feel secure? Right. Mm-hmm. And then to do that consistently to bring in. Yeah. Yes. The reality right now, cause your best thinking and energy got you to that situation where you don't have enough money to pay the bills. You keep that energy while you pay the bill or you go, well, don't have it today. I know it's coming because you know what? Now you're open and the universe can go, Oh, she wants more money. She's in an allowing space here. Boom. Here's a check. I've heard this could we with clients yeah. for years. Here's a check and the check is even more money than the bill was. So now you can pay the bill and guess what? You got what you asked for. You have a little bit more money. You could go to lunch. You could put that money in savings. You could, you know, you yeah. got more money to play with it, but that's how the universe works.
0: Yeah. I think it's really important that you're pointing out the deliberate part because it's, it, it takes someone leaning into the conscious awareness that they can be the creator of their reality to even start asking yourself these questions when you get stuck in those spots. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. We have to know. We, it, that's the br- brilliant part of it. And that's what literally changed my life is that I went from a victim mentality of things are happening to me to mm-hmm. be able to go, all right, if I'm creating my reality and that situation that just happened that feels really crummy and that I don't want what would i have to believe what would i have to be vibrating in order to create that and what yeah. do i then want instead if i if i can create my own reality which it is true right i have free will and choice all of us have been given that free will and choice in my words that i choose and the thoughts that i think and the emotions that i feel and the perspective that i have and the actions that i take if i have free will and choice do I want to continue to create more of that or do I want to shift my energy, shift my perspective so I create something different? And when you get to that place where something shows up, you're like, okay, like the council who I channel for, they say that when things show up, it's a gift. And sometimes it doesn't feel like I say that. I say the council will instead, instead of having someone say root, something rude to me and look at that as a gift and how that ignited something in me, could I have a pair of earrings instead? That's a better (laughs) gift.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: But when we look at that gift and go, okay, I'm attracting that. Mm -hmm. I'm attracting that based on either the way I'm thinking or feeling, or, you know, if I can shift that, then I don't have to keep having that situation happen with this person or, you know, then I can shift it. That's freedom. That really is a gift.
0: Yeah. It's, it. I love it. You talk about this in your book and, and, you know, when we think like we're the ultimate creators, that's a huge level of freedom where you're like, Oh, I'm radically responsible for my outcome. And it's like, Oh crap, I'm radically (laughs) responsible for my outcome. (laughs) Good news, bad news. Right. Like, so you sit there and you go like, and I think especially when people are stuck in the victim mindset, they can beat themselves up. Like, oh yeah, I deserve this. I I attracted this to me. I, you know, like it just keeps reinforcing that story almost. Will you give, will you talk about that a little bit? Because I think people get really stuck in that. Like I so agree. I was similar. I had, I mean, just so stuck in victim mindset and feeling like I had no control over my reality. And then when I started shifting into personal growth and development and then manifestation law of attraction, all those things, it was like Oh, every single thing I've created along the way has been a gift to help me wake up to true love, to consciousness, to evolution, to spiritual, you know, to then to help other people and all those things. But until I was able to see that, man, you know, you get stuck in those places where like, wow, something must be wrong with me if I keep attracting this. So will you lean in and talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so I mean the stories that we have, right? They they created
1: imprints, but they also like I said, had the opportunity for us to look at and go, okay, this was created. What is the clarity that I have, right? What 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 could be shifted because of this thing that I created? What can I learn from this? What can I grow from this? Can this be my jumping off point, right? Instead of just being stuck on poor me. This happened to me. I can't change that. It. It's the government's fault. It's the pandemic's fault. It's my employer's fault. It's my parents' fault. When you're blaming things outside of yourself, you have no power to change it because you're like, no matter what I do, I can't seem to lose weight. It's my parents' fault. It's my bad genes. No matter what I yeah. do, I can't seem to you know, make more money. It's their fault because they never showed me a better way. Or when, when you're doing that game, which a lot of people play into that victim mentality, they think that you know, God's against me, right? It always reminds me of that, um, that movie, Bruce Almighty, where mm-hmm. he's like, God's picking on me. It's like, God's not picking on you. It's like, you, and you understand that this is not an assertion-based universe. It's an attraction-based universe. It literally is a flipping it's a flipping point of perspective. And yeah. it's like putting on totally different glasses where you can see clearly, whereas before you couldn't. It'd be like foggy glasses. And then you put on glasses that are actually clear and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You get off the stories. You get, you can use the stories for what? Wow. I really. I did, I developed this, I got this, right? So I'll just use an example, that's popping in my head. I was m- married before, I was with, in a relationship for eight years and married um, to a man before, and um, went, realized that it just wasn't fulfilling me in any way and got really clear on the kind of person that I wanted to be with. Six months later, I met my husband, we got married a year later, you know, we've been married 14 years. But during that time, it would be really easy to beat myself up because I never really believed in divorce. I believed that when I said I do the first time, I was going to stay married to that person. So I could be critical and judgmental mm-hmm. about myself. I can condemn myself. You know, I could, I could have resentments that he wasn't what I wanted him to be or didn't do this or didn't do that. None of that helps anybody. So I chose to be able to break free from that and move into, and I would have taken all that into my relationship with my husband now. I chose to look at those were my choices. Those choices led to me really healing deep parts of myself that felt abandoned or you know whatever it was. I became a different person because of that relationship. And because of that relationship, I'm now able to be in a relationship I am with my husband now. So that past experience, it was a gift and all, and I can look at it and go all those wonderful things that I gathered from that relationship. Now, when I think of my ex, as most people don't, I just send him blessings. When I see a movie or hear a song, I just giggle inside. I'm like, thank you. Cause I became a different person for me that marriage wasn't a failure. It was a success because of how much I grew in my soul, in my personality, to be able to now be in the kind of relationship I'm in now. And so any situations, we've all got past things, right? Resentments, hurts, grudges, things that we could go, that person never did anything. That is not helping any of us in the now moment because we're putting ourselves as a victim. But if you flip it around and go, what did I gain from that? What did I learn from that? Right, yeah, and then take that with you into your now moment again it 's that contrast versus getting that clarity of that relationship
0: taught me I wanted this, this, and this, instead, perfect, mm-hmm. all right, yeah, I mean again it 's that not beating yourself up and instead and and in asking how did I attract this, why did i attract did I attract it? What are the lessons I got to learn from it, what are the gifts of it instead of. I mean, I think a lot of times, especially in divorce, people won't blame the other person entirely (laughs) and then carry that. And then, of course, you're going to create the next relationship to be the same way because you still haven't learned the lesson. And so, you know, this plays out over and over again until we get to go, oh, I'm the creator of my reality.
1: Yeah. And it's funny because most of us with that outside in, you know, if I had this, then I'd feel we do that in relationships too. Right. Yeah. If yeah. he would just be this way, if he would just change, then I'll be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, no, you have to choose to be happy. Right. And, and that's, what's funny is that relationships right. then change when you bring in the connection of what you want to feel in the first place, yeah. because we look, we look at other people, places and things as our source. And when we understand that these things are not our source, they're an avenue through which source brings things, but source is our source. Yeah. These are just avenues on the physical plane that bring us the love or the, the money or the support or whatever it is. But this plane is limited. This one's unlimited. Yeah. Wow.
0: So many things are coming to my mind. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's such... It it seems so simple, but it's, it's, I think a really hard shift to, for people to go from that victim to I'm the creator. Then when they go to the, I'm the creator, then it's like, it's a practice, right? Like you you don't go from going, I'm a victim to all of a sudden I'm the creator of my reality. And then, oh, I create abundant wealth, health, and, you know, vitality in every area of my life and business just overnight. You know, I'm curious for you, the journey uh, you know, if you'd share a little bit along your way, which you did divorce wise and then shifting. And I know in your book, you talk about cur- changing your career career trajectory into one that was more aligned or that is completely aligned for you. Will you talk about that? Because I know a lot of people listening are, you know, they're either working a job and doing a side hustle. This is directed at entrepreneurs. So will you talk a little bit about that? Like with if someone's stuck in a place where they have a job or a career they're not enjoying, what are some practical things they can do to start to align their energy in the direction of even discovering what it is that they really want to be doing?
1: Yeah, so so I'll give two very specific examples I I know I talk about in in my book. When I was um, you know, in my early 30s, I was a pharmaceutical rep. And that was kind of like the job that I thought would be in my early 20s would have been like, oh, that that's what I want to do. That's what I aspire to do. Um, because I, I knew I wanted to be a salesperson and I knew that I wanted to sell consumable products and you know that was like really professional and all that. So when I became a pharmaceutical sales rep, I was like, wow, right? I was so excited and I was making really good money. And as I continued to create success in doing what I was doing and because I also had you know knowledge of universal laws, I was like really successful. I was winning awards and all these different kinds of things. But my fulfillment in doing that, after I got over the fact that I was making a lot of money, I'm like, I don't feel much passion and purpose with this because, gosh, if I get a headache, I use uh, peppermint oil. I don't even take an aspirin. Here I'm selling medication, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a split in me where I felt like I'm not really in integrity. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy the process. I enjoyed speaking with doctors and nurses and that kind of thing. But I, and I enjoy the money I was making, but I, what's the purpose? I mean, I feel like they're missing a calling here. And so for me, what I realized in doing this process, all right, what is it that I want? Why do I want it? How do I want to feel? For me, it was like, I wanted to have a sense of passion and purpose in what I did in a career. And I didn't have that. I, it did, that didn't, I didn't And I never had that so I didn't know what passion and purpose. I didn't know what my purpose was. I didn't so I had to just bring in meditate on the energy of imagine as if I was on purpose. Imagine what being on purpose and having passion for that purpose would actually feel like before it actually became a form. And I had no idea that this industry even existed. And so I'm practicing passion purpose, you know, doing all this and during the process of this doing it consistently enough to move the momentum i then had a meditation that i was doing one night and i had a book title or a cover of a book called perfect pictures by christy whitman show itself in a meditation and i thought i've never written a book this is interesting went to bed that night 105 in the morning i was woken up with a voice in my head that was literally downloading this book to me so i got up and my hand became completely independent. It was just writing and going and going. And I'm just like, what is happening? And, you know, for hours and went back to sleep, totally forgot about it. Woke up in the morning, saw this journal, started reading and going, whoa, like, what is that? Seven nights in a row, this happened, right? So to make this story very short, I got the book published and started speaking in spiritual bookstores and new thought churches and things like that. And people started asking me to coach them. No reference. This is 20 years ago. No reference of what a coach is. Um, it was very woo-woo. I never, I thought of a cheerleading coach, football coach. Like, what are you talking about? Coaching, <laughs> right? I had, yeah, no, I had no, I, yeah. no thought process. I didn't, didn't know existed. So yeah. people, I would say, well, just call me on the phone. And what I would do is I would help walk people through what I now understand to shift their energy, shift their perspective. And then things started opening up and they started manifesting. And I loved that process. And I loved having them call me back going, Oh my God, you'll never believe this. This manifested, I met him, you know, all these amazing things. And as I started applying it into my pharmaceutical business, even more, I was just, I mean, I was unstoppable. We would, we would hit like regional meetings and people would sit back because they would be given out awards and everyone's like Christy Whitman, Christy Whitman. (laughs) And I would get all these bonuses. Right. So I had a smart colleague turned to me and go, all right, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'll I'll coach you. And she was my first paid client. Nice. Right. And she went, she went from like, I think it was 500, almost 500 salespeople in the workforce. She went from like 460 all the way to like 15 within like a six month period. Right. By applying what I was telling her about the universal laws. So here, here I was like, now I feel the purpose and the passion energetically. And now it shows up as a form and that's how it works it's energy first and then then form will mm-hmm. will form itself it has to be that way We live in a quantum reality even though it looks very physical looks very real it's very we're very focused on form the behind, behind everything underneath everything that is form is the formless yeah. so fast forward now Um, different shifts and things happen. I now find myself working for that same pharmaceutical company. It's actually a biotech company in the corporate office. I moved from California to Pennsylvania. And now this pharmaceutical rep that's got so much freedom and flexibility with my schedule, I'm now eight to five. I have to go into a corporate office. right? And I had a boss who was just an absolute not a good person. And they called him the Eagle because he was always hovering around us. I mean, just no freedom. I and mean, he was just, he was just slimy. And so I had to remember this was just for now. This is the whole conversation that we started with, with the lack versus abundance, right? So here I was in a job that paid well. I didn't, I knew it was not a long-term thing for me. I knew I wanted to go full-time in my coaching business. I had been building my coaching business at night and on weekends and, you know, doing everything to learn how to build my business. Already had a book actually two at that point out. And yes. I would deliberately every day when I was driving into work, I would list out all the positive aspects. Cause this is just for now. How can I be satisfied with this just for now while getting excited about the complete vision that I had to be a full-time coach? Right, owning my own business, being an entrepreneur. Wasn't a reality yet, but I would feel my way into that. So what I had to do is as I was driving to work, I would literally out loud list out all of the positive aspects. I'm only 10, 20 minutes away from work, so I can take a break and go home for lunch if I want to. I you know, make really good money. I have nights and weekends off so I can coach. I have a couple of weeks off a year so I could do trainings on how to build my business as a coach or go to a marketing meeting. Um, You know, I had a good friend that was literally right there. And so we could go grab tea, take a break. You know, I would list out all the different when I was in front of a sales training manager. So when I was with the sales reps, I loved it. I loved training. I love teaching. So I love that part of it. And anytime he would come down on me or he would do slimy or sleazy things, I would just stop and I'm like, I make great money. I'm building towards my future. This is just for now. Uh, I'm excited to be a coach. I'm excited to have my own business. I'm excited to do this. I would constant, I would not go into lack. I would not go into a place of this sucks. I can't wait to get out. This is not enough. I can't take it anymore because it would have been really easy to go there. Yeah. Right. So I kept with that same theme of I'm just focused on what I'm passionate and purposeful about. My purpose and my passion is what I'm focusing on and I'm letting that flow me into, I would sit there and daydream about what it's going to be like when I, I'm my own boss, Yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I made so many good points. What Something that was screaming at me when you were talking was to bring up the law of detachment, because I think when we're in that space that you were in, it's like we want to control like, especially when we get freaked out, we want we go into the place of wanting to control even more, which makes it even harder to let go. But then if you let go and you align your energy, then you bring the form to you of what you want without having to know what it, it actually is going to look like. Yes. Will, will you talk about that a little bit? Because I think people really struggle with control and law of detachment, which is yes. maybe they don't know that that exists. So will you explain what law of detachment is and talk a little bit about control and allowing and that kind of Happy thing? Happy to. So
1: So detachment, in order for us to be in a space of flow, we cannot be attached to something because then we're not flowing, right? It's kind of like if we're uh, going down a river and we're trying to hold on to the riverbank, you know, and the boat's trying to float down and we're kind of like resisting, we're not going anywhere. We have to let go and surrender. But most of us don't have that sense of faith that it's all going to work out for me, right? And that's really the part of the development of not faith religious wise, but that the universe has got my back And I know that I'm a creator of my own life experience. This, yes, takes work and it takes practice. And it takes by going, ooh, I intend a parking spot. Ooh, I've got the parking spot. Yay, look at me, I'm a deliberate creator. It's like the little things. And then it starts getting, keep a journal of all the things that manifest because you deliberately asked for it and it showed up. That helps strengthen the faith. Um, But at any time you're feeling any sense of how, who, where, what, I got to force it to happen. I got to control it, make it happen. You're not in an allowing space. And that's where we have to, I I write a whole chapter on my next book that's coming out in April on surrender. It's, It's about being in a surrender space, or another way of saying it, detachment, so that the flow and the magic and the mystery of what we're asking for can come in. Because if we're so myopic on what we think it needs to be and how it needs to be, we're limiting the unlimited you know, because the unlimited nature of the universe creates through our own consciousness and it cannot create otherwise. So if this unlimited energy is coming in, it's like, well, we, we have limited that energy. Yeah. It can only come through the limitations and outpicture picture what we are expecting. So we have to let our own, it's like this or something better, right? Mm-hmm. One of the examples I always give is that, you know, when I was wanting to meet my husband now, Frederick, I knew exactly the qualities and the characteristics. I knew I wanted to have someone in my life. That was something I was attached to. I didn't want to just date and, you know, be single. I wanted to share a life with someone. I wanted to create a history with someone. So yes, I'm attached to that vision. I think that's where people get confused. Well, Mm -hmm. am I supposed to be like, oh, whatever. I don't care. what? No. That's important to me. I wanted to have a relationship. I wanted to start a family with with someone I could create a history with. So that was a vision, and like a dog with a bone, I'm I'm very much attached to that vision. But the who, the where, the when, the what, the why, the you know, all of that stuff, it was like when it happens, it happens. And there were moments I'd be like, "Ooh, is that him? No, that's not him. Let it go. Is that who's that? Him? No, that's not him. You know." So it, it's like when who, where there's a part of us that wants to know. And it's Mm -hmm. a part of us that we have to just release and let the infinite bring us the potential because it's going to bring us something more than our limited minds could ever conceive of. I was a girl that was raised in Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona, moved throughout United States, was living in California, moved across to Pennsylvania, ended up being at a personal development conference met my husband The first words he ever said to me was, will you be my partner? He was French Canadian. His first, his first language is French. I didn't even know there was Montreal. I just didn't even think about that. So for me to be able to think and plan and organ, I didn't know that. I had no idea that meeting him was going to mean moving to Canada for several years and having my kids in Canada. I couldn't have planned that if I wanted to, but as I surrender and detach and let go, Now the infinite universe can give me infinite possibility and choices.
0: Ah, so good. I mean, it's wild. Like as you're talking, I see it all playing out in my life and in my reality. And it's like the, when you articulate the, the laws behind it, you just go, of course. Oh yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, you know, of course we all get, I, I get stuck in certain places and it's always those fear spots where you do want to be the most attached to the outcome because it's maybe the place you, you talked, uh, something you were talking about, like the, you lack the momentum and the direction cause you can get really solidified in a way of thinking about what, what you want. And it, as you let go and allow, and it's hard to surrender to that space of like, okay, I know what I want. You're the deliberate creator. And I'm simultaneously going to allow, and I'm going to detach. I mean, there's a lot there, but when you can really play in that field, your life becomes completely different.
1: Well, it's an understanding that you are the deliberate creator, but you're not just you the deliberate creator. You're multidimensionality, the divine that's breathing you, that's beating your heart is wanting to create through you. So you're not at it alone. And I yeah. think that's what a lot of people that are trying to study law of attraction, and understand law of attraction is like, they want the house, the car, the guy, the money. And they're like, okay, I got to focus on this, but they're not connecting to the power source that drives them and, and co-creates with them. So mm-hmm. they're still trying to do it all themselves, not realizing there's a really important component to it, which is the energy, which is the divine that's they're in co-creation with. Yeah. Right. And, and that's a really important piece that a lot of people just don't understand or haven't
0: connected with yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause I, you know, I talk to people about how, like, like I title myself as a mindset and habits coach, but behind all that really is like aligning your mind to get into the right energy. And then what that does is create spontaneous habits that then get you where you want to go as you trust and allow and let things come to you in that way, because you're, you're setting yourself up with the thoughts that are in alignment with what you want to have. But then it's always, you know, your feed, the feedback system from my perspective is the, is your energy, right? Cause if you're in it a is. really low energy, you feel like crap, you feel lack, you feel scared, you feel shame and fear and doubt. And if you're in the high energy, you're like, ah, oh, everything's possible. I'm in joy. I'm in inspiration. I'm in trust. I'm in faith. I'm in flow. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. you know
1: what you said is like learning about the universal laws for, and learning how to apply them for me was really learning about the rules of the game of life yeah. Because I it's like if you were never knew about the game of baseball, right? Or even soccer, right? My kids started playing soccer and I was like, wait, what, why why is that a foul? What, I don't I don't understand. I had to learn about the game of soccer and what's a foul and what's offsides and all this kind of stuff. Cause I never personally played soccer, I'd never really watched soccer. So my kids are playing it and the referees blow it. I'm like, wait, what? And half the kids when they're little, they don't know what they did right? It's so much better playing a game when you know what the rules are, you know, like, oh, if I go beyond, if I go in front of the ball, that's off sides, and then I'll have a penalty or, you know, that I'll get, it's best to know what the rules are of the game
0: that you're playing. And these are the rules of the game. Yeah. Right. And, and I think people want to it's like when I hear people say, I don't believe in the law of attraction. I'm like, well, that's like not believing in gravity. It's not really an option to not believe. You can decide, oh, I don't believe in gravity, but it still exists. Right. Well, that's it. You and I
1: have not been talking one thing about gravity, but did either one of our bodies float off into outer space because we weren't talking about it? No. Right. Right. It works whether we know about it or not, whether we're talking about it or not, whether we believe in it or not, it's working. So yeah. whether someone wants to go, oh, law of attraction, that's just woo-woo. Well, it's still working for you. So yeah. it might as well know about it so you can understand because law of attraction is giving you what you're vibrating. And what yeah. we vibrate out, We're energy receivers. We talked about that. We're energy containers. We have to contain energy for ourselves. And then we're energy transmitters. And we transmit out through the words that we say, the thoughts that we think, the perspective or the beliefs that we hold, the emotions, right? And the actions that we take. That's how we're trans. When we send out signals, those signals are attracted to each other. And then you know, a thought comes back as someone saying something either good or bad or yeah. getting stuck in traffic or not, or money or, you know, it all is, nothing is asserted. It's all attracted. Yeah. And when we get
0: that, then we become masterful of our lives. So it's so fun. I, I've, I've been really amazed the more that I've implemented it. Like I'll have a thought and then like in the concrete form very quickly, someone will say back to me the thought I had, like almost in the exact words. And I'm like, wow, that's wild.
1: <laughs> it, 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 yeah, it becomes part of a daily life. I mean, this yeah. might sound silly, right? But the other day I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna go get a manicure and pedicure and I'd love to get it at the, at the same time so that it's less time that I'm there. And it was just a thought. I'm like, I wonder if I could call and see if I could get it early. I go this nail salon every month. The nail salon has never called me to confirm an appointment, never called me to change an appointment. All of a sudden, within two minutes, the nail salon calls me and says, Hey, we know that you'd like to on several occasions get your nails and your, your feet done at the same time. Would you want to come in at 115 instead of two? And I was like, it still astonishes me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. and I'm just talking about superficial nails, but it yeah. happens that way with a client or it happens that way. Let I me mean, look what happened with us. So you asked, hey. Who got yeah. a book. Someone yeah. told you. You don't even know who the person is that referred you to
0: my book. But here yeah. now
1: we're having this conversation. Yeah. I mean, and and in perfect
0: alignment was my quest for the year, which is like, ooh, I want to learn all the laws, and I want to understand it more deeply. And then it's like, I bring on a master of these things. And it's like, of course. <laughs> right? <yeah. laughs> of course. Yeah. And I still pinch myself often where I'm like, really? How, what? How did I not know
1: about this my whole life? (laughs) But that's it. You get to still, I mean, I've been doing this for 25 years and still that nail salon call, I was like, yes. And oh my gosh, thank you. That's just so cool. (laughs) Right. Right? You get to still be like astonished by it because it's pretty amazing. But what most people don't realize is that it's designed that way. It's supposed to be like that. It's not supposed to be a struggle. It's not supposed to be you know, just getting used to the pains and the sufferings just to get along. That's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be full of joy. It's supposed to be full of abundance. And it's divinely designed that way for all of us to be in well-being, to be in abundance, to have creative self-expression that leads to success, to have loving and supportive relationships with everyone, our neighbors, our mother-in-laws, everyone. That's the way it's designed to be.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, it's going to be hard for me to stop. I could talk all day about this. And thank you so much. I mean, that you just like, I'm sure this is an episode that people are going to want to favorite and listen to again and again and again, because it's, you know, it's the roadmap. I like how you're talking about the game of life and it's the rules of the game of life. Like if we you know, I remember feeling so lost and stuck at times in my life and going like, there's gotta be answers. Like, where are the answers? And to me, the more depth I go into universal laws, I'm like, these are the answers that I've been looking for my whole life. And the more that I play with it and interact with it and hang out with people. And I'm like, we have the answers. We just, yep. it's, it's, for some reason, most of us don't know that the answers are there. So I think, I mean, what you're doing and, and I want everyone to read this book, like, oh man, it is a game changer. Um, will you share what you think the top three habits are, max potential habits that you think are got you where you are today?
1: Absolutely. And I was going to say something about that and I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I'll go, but yes, the three habits (laughs) that I was going to say is, um, oh, that's what I was going to say. I was there too. I was like, there's gotta be more. There's gotta be. And it's that then asking that brings it to you. Most people don't get to the place where they ask. They just kind of settle with it. Right. And they're like, oh, well, this is the way it is. I'll drink some more beer. Right. They, they just, they numb out, but it's those of us that are asking, there's gotta be more. There's gotta be answers. That's when the answers come because you're Right. It's the fulfillment, all the things that we want are there, including Mm -hmm. the answers. So um, yeah, so my top three habits that I do um, is number one, I meditate every day. Um, The days that I don't, I can tell a huge difference in the way I feel connected, in the way that I am patient or um, just really grounded, Um, the way I feel strong and empowered, the the wisdom that comes through me. It's more of a, a wisdom rather than a logic kind of thinking. Um, So meditation has always been key for me. Um, Number two is really being able to watch those five places that I talked about. Watch your words, um, watch your thoughts, you know, knowing that I, I have the, I'm the control panel for my thoughts. My thoughts don't control me. Although sometimes Mm -hmm. it feels like that, or my emotions don't control me. I'm the control panel for my emotions Mm -hmm. and managing that is really important. I want to give everybody a gift to help them with watching their words that we had talked about. Yeah. Um, and I'll do that in a minute. And the other thing is, is not a mental thing it's it, but it does help affect the mental is I love to work out. I, I four to five days a week, I work out right now. I'm just so into doing Pilates and reformer other times it's, you know, ballet bar or weights or, you know, but it's that time for me when it's just dedicated where I don't have to be a mom. I don't have to be a wife. I don't have to be a business owner. I just get to take care of myself. It's such a great focus point. It helps me focus. Um, cause I have to pay attention to what I'm doing. It helps me relieve stress, but it's like a break for me. And so I, I, you know, there's other energy things and mental things and stuff
0: that I've done that I've led, but it's, I have to say from the physical perspective, that's what's really helped me. Mm. Yeah. I, love, I, I, I would be a wreck without working out. I think, you know, it's like, to me, it's been, it's, it's a staple of emotional, connection with myself letting go all the chemicals like yes. all of it will you recap real quick it, it, So you said on number two it's the five things will you recap and summarize what those five things are so Absolutely. i know words thoughts will you go to the all five yep so it's watching your words watching your thoughts
1: changing and shifting your thoughts it's shifting your per- beliefs or your perspective right your emotions okay. is number four and then your actions Awesome. What, what actions are you taking? Are the actions that you're taking in alignment or not? Nice. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And so since we're on that subject, I'd love to, you know, people have always asked me that, what's a practical way to get started? Because you've got these universal laws, right? It's a very fluffy conversation we've had, even though we've grounded it in some practicality, but really the first place I needed to start and the first place I recommend anybody starts. And so I created a free gift is really watching your words because it even says in the Bible, in the beginning, there was the word. Words are like wands. I mean, they literally, are words start the whole entire creation process. So I created a, a 30-day video program where every day you get a video, sometimes it's a minute and a half, sometimes it's four minutes. They're quick videos that tell you three things. It tells you the word of the phrase that you are saying, most people are saying, but they don't realize how it's affecting their energy and their creation keeping them stuck in lack, limitation, victimness. you know. So tell you with the word or the phrase, why it's pulling you down, and then what to say instead. So I'll just give you a quick example. And you can go to watchyourwords.com. It's a free 30-day program. But it, these are practical things that you can do to shift your language every single day. And that you'll, you'll see, you feel differently. It's amazing just by changing a word or a phrase. Because that leads to the thoughts. And yeah. thoughts thought over and over lead to a belief and beliefs bleed to what you take action on or not, or how you feel. It's all intertwined, all starting with your thoughts. So it's, it's the most practical gift I can give someone. Um, so for example, during the pandemic, I was hearing people all over, social media all over. Oh my God, I miss this. I miss my kids going to school. I miss getting a pedicure. I miss going on dates with my husband. I miss going to a sporting event. I miss, I miss, I miss. When you say, I miss, it completely just puts you right into lack. You're lacking something, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so if you shift it instead, shift the perspective that, you know what? I really appreciate my kids going to school. I really appreciate going to a sporting event or watching a sporting event. I really appreciate getting to go on a date night or I'm looking forward to it. When everything opens up again, I'm looking forward to getting a pedicure. I'm looking forward to going to a concert. I'm looking forward to going to a theater, looking forward to going to lunch with my girlfriend, right? It's a very different perspective. And again, it's all energy. I miss constricts you. I'm looking forward to, cause now it's like, ooh, I'm looking forward to going on a date with my husband. Ooh, where would we go? What would I wear, you know? Do we want to go just the two of us or we want other friends to go? You know, what, like, ooh, now you're in creation mode. Your energy is open. That's just one of the words
0: and phrases. That's an example. So powerful. Thank you. That's incredible. You know, it's interesting because I'm noticing places where I have said that during pandemic and I know this work, you know, so it's like, I think it's it, and it's, it is so practical to just start to get conscious of the words. But something I've been saying lately is I wonder what will happen when, or I wonder what will happen if to reframe you know when you go to the fear space and you're like <gasps> yeah because we tend to go to like oh I wonder what I what if what if what if in a negative way so it's like oh I wonder what will happen when I let go of that thought I wonder what will happen when the pandi- pandemic's over I wonder what will happen right. you know and it just shifts that energy so that yeah. is awesome I'm plugging right into that because it sounds amazing and it's I will
1: so tr- it's so true sorry it's so oh, true oh, but you're oh. like oh my god is this ever going to end you're yeah. in lack, right? Yeah. I look forward to when this ends. I look forward to when everything opens again.
0: I look forward yeah. to. Very different. Yeah. yeah. So good. Thank you. I, I mean, I, I know you all know me well, if you've been listening to me for a long time and I, I don't, I always recommend books and I bring people on that have a lot of, uh, have, are experts in their area, but are also practicing what they preach you know, I think that's so important. And I mean, your book is loaded with gems. I mean, it's one of those, I have some books I'll read once and I'm like, cool, got some good stuff out of it. Yours, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to keep reading and reading. reading." It's just so (laughs) much gold. Like really thank Thank you you. for doing your work in the world and showing up powerfully and, and coming on to share your wealth of wisdom with our crew. Thank you so much.
1: I really appreciate you having me on. And I really do feel just so filled today. I feel, you know, just so seen and heard. And, and that, that really is important for me to put my work out, especially since I'm on the eve of launching another book in April. So yeah, thank you for that. yeah, definitely.
0: Let me, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put some reminder out there, but I'll, I'll blast it out to my people. Cause I, you know, I read every book you have, I think Yes. Awesome work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, oh, and it, I know people can connect you, with you. What's in what's, what's your website. So if they want to connect with you on your website, is it ChristyWhitman.com? Yeah.
1: ChristyWhitman.com. Okay. I'm on social. I'm, I'm uh, Instagram. I'm Christy Whitman one. And then on Facebook, I'm Christy Whitman international fan page. So okay. and LinkedIn, Christy Whitman.
0: Wonderful. Okay. And for everyone listening, all those uh, links will be in show notes. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for being here and being attracted to the Max Potential Habits podcast. I'm a firm believer that I attract my crew and my community to me, and I get up every day inspired to do what I do, to bring this wealth of knowledge and wisdom to you so that you don't feel like you don't have a roadmap to lead an awesome life. I mean, that's my quest in life and it's that I wanna help you do that for yourself so you can wake up and feel alive, you can thrive. And in that, it's developing those habits of thinking, practicing your words, Thinking different thoughts, raising your vibrational frequency through energy alignment so you can have what you want to have in the world. And there is a way. So tap in, keep coming back. Thank you for being here. I'll see you next week. I hope you have an incredible Max Potential week where you thrive and feel alive. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Max Potential Habits podcast. If you're liking what you've heard, it would be so incredibly awesome if you would subscribe to the channel and leave a five-star rating and a written review. This helps me help more people while we grow our NFA community so we can rock it out together. For Max Potential Habits resources, go to nfacoaching.com where you can access all of my resources. There's free ebooks, PDF checklists, a journal template, a business mindset meditation kit, and so much more. Plus, links to NFA Coaching on Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook. And if you're super serious about up leveling, there's also a link to schedule a free consult to work with me in group or one-on-one coaching. Until next time, I hope you have a Max Potential Habits Day where you get inspired to do whatever it takes to transform into the most empowered version of yourself so you can lead a rich, thriving, kick-ass life and business.